Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football! Football, yeah! Football! Here he is to help us break down what we think we saw. It's our guy. Here we Trenches go. with the rhino himself, Alex Boone. Join in Purple Daily. Brodies, All right. so great to be here. So great to be here, especially after that performance. I mean, you want to talk about just pulling one out of your ass and showing up <laughs> and just so many fun things to talk about today because there's so many new things that this offense has no idea that they ever had with them. Like They're like, wait a minute, the quarterback knows how to run? Careful wait a minute, say. he knows how to run? Careful. Time out, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're Hater. telling me while everyone's running this way, he's just going to be like, wait, no one's looking. I'm just going to take off this Why way. Dude, it Kirk was so much. fun. You know me. I'm not You're hating Kirk. Kirk no, because I was the guy. one that told you you're going to miss him. And for well, a minute there, we were. For a minute, we were. We were like, oh, God. Missed, missed him for a whole Where 30 seconds. Oh, no. There's a safety, some fumbles, interception. Hey. A couple guys got knocked out cold. You know, it, but hey, it got turned around real quick, right? It got turned around. like And, and shout out hmm. to Quasey for the trade. Time I was kind of like, man, what are we? We going up and down. All right, yeah. cool. You Got were a, you up. were a doubter. You were a hater. It was not a doubter. Occurred. I you was were, more like, okay, you were a Dobbs we'll doubter. Happens. You were a Dobbs doubter, is what you were. That's it was what not you were. a Dobbs doubter. I was in, I was mad that they got rid of Ezra. I was really upset about that. But you talk about after two series, starting quarterback like rookie. I got this. I'm going to do this. Me and Jay talked about it this morning. Like he just saw that that opening and was like, oh, I'll just go in myself. How hard could it be? I never see these quarterbacks do this. And he found out why real quick. Yeah. You do not want to play with those defensive backs, those linebackers. If you're not named Patrick Mahomes, you're not getting a flag. Like it's just not happening anymore. Like, and, it, and it is very up and down. The refs, like they sometimes they're calling crappy ones, and sometimes they're not calling anything. When In the pocket, they'll out. call it, but not when you get out. Yeah, like the minute you become a runner, though, they're yeah. like, "You're you're game on, right?" And then Josh Dobbs comes in, 
And it was it was a little sketchy at first, right? That safety, you were like, dude, this there's just, we're just not starting off on the right. But the way it got turned around and the fact that everybody played so well off of it just shows how good this team really is. It really can we, does. Can we play Dex? Can we play the locker room? I don't know if Booney has seen this yet, but but some of the audience probably hasn't. So the game Let's ends. Kevin O'Connell gives another three minute legendary locker room speech, and uh, this is what transpired. We. All right, but what we learned today is regardless of circumstance, the Minnesota Vikings push onward. In addition to everybody getting one in here, he deserves to keep the actual one he played with, Justin. Can we also talk about Harrison Phillips just picking up Josh Dobbs as if he's like an infant baby? <laughs> yep. Just no, he's no big deal. Yeah, no That's biggie strong. at all. Tiny quarterback. Ziggy's Ziggy Wolf's goofy grin in the front row there too. Hey, easy with Ziggy, dude. You don't don't mess with Ziggy. Right, yeah, he guy. paid you pretty damn well, didn't he? They sure did. Ziggy's the man. Ziggy's the best. Ziggy and Mark are Ziggy. my guys. Oh, that's friends, awesome. dude. But hey, they but they, ho- they hoisted Josh. Josh Dobbs didn't right know their there, right? names like before the game, and they throw him up on their shoulders and celebrate. That game was so intense. At the same time, you're playing Taylor Heineke. You're playing the Falcons, who have a good defense. And to go out and play the way that he did, and I think the most impressive thing is, and we talked about this on our other podcast, the O-line committee, how hard it is to come in on a Wednesday and play on a Sunday. And the last time that I had heard about that, the quarterback literally came in in the huddle in the game and was like, listen, I don't know a damn thing about this playbook. Y'all literally just run around and I'll find somebody open. And here you find out the whole time KOC is just in his ear. Like I would have loved to have been in that helmet for at least a series just to hear what was being said. Yeah. You know, uh, trips right, Z fly, two jet, Poco Loco, alert, 96 power, and then all of a sudden break. Okay, here's what's going to happen. You're going to line up. If it's an over, you want to go. Here, what is it? Is it? Go power. Go power. Oh, don't forget your motion. Don't forget your motion. Like, just totally quarterbacking it from the sideline while letting him go out there and play it. Phenomenal. So, Is that why they were running no huddle? No, I think uh, probably the no huddle was because it's the easiest thing to learn. Like, when you get in there, they're like, hey, if I say, if I hold up this, we're trips right. I hold up this where trips left, right? Because everything's just super fast communicating. If I say cougar, that's the route. If I say demon, that's the route. Like it's just super fast. And at the same time, while you're out there, he can be talking to you while you're looking at the defense going, all right, hey, listen, it's cover two. Probably going to want to hit this route and this play. Here's your one read. Here's your two read. Get ready to roll, Bubba, on you. Boom. Like, dude, just imagine the fired upness you'd have in the helmet. Like, dude, you're doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Doing great. Look at you. Smooth sailing. Okay, okay. Here we go. Take a breath. Take a breath. I know that hurt. Get up. Get up. Like, dude, you're just talking to somebody the entire – I would be so juiced. So from both ends, too, how impressive is that to have that type of communication and, and results as well? Because, you know, ordinarily it's 15 seconds, the the communication shuts off, which it still did mm-hmm. yesterday. But, you know, with Kirk, it, he calls the play in, and it's sort of that that's that. How impressive is, is that? Uh, just, you know, in particular, two-minute drive, go downfield with basically what amounts to almost constant communication between coach and quarterback. I mean, it's phenomenal. And it just shows what a great coach he is. And it shows what a great leader Josh Dobbs can be and what a great player he could be at the same time. Because here over in Arizona, it looked like he wasn't doing much at one and seven. And now all of a sudden in two days notice, he comes out and beats the 
Falcons. Like it just shows that it can be done. And at the same time, a lot of it has to do with the way that KOC was probably talking to him in that headset. Like, Hey, listen, we're going, this is your one read. This is your two read. If you see hot, you throw this right now. It's on you now. Like that's, it's a new level of coaching, but at the same time, it's, it's awesome because they won and it just shows that it can be done. Yeah. It's all I'm just, I think too. And I, I said this on our, uh, our live stream this morning that Kirk cousins is awesome. He's one of the best pocket passers in the NFL. He probably had two of his best games as a Viking against the Niners and the Packers. Yep. But I think people had like Ryan Clark went on ESPN the other week after, you know, like the day after the injury and was like, you know, Kirk Cousins has become the glue that holds everything together and whatever. It's like, I think Kevin O'Connell has shown that he's building something here culturally that's bigger than just one guy. And for, for another quarterback to just step in learn everyone's names, teach them the, the cadence that he's going to work with on the sidelines, right? Like to step in, run the offense like that without even knowing what he's doing and then get hoisted up. I think it, it just shows you that this is bigger than just one guy, what they're trying to do here. We'll see where it goes, Booney. They're five and four yeah. and they got a bunch of games left, but you got a lot of games. There's something about what you. he's building. That's really interesting. Here's what's all, here's what's also interesting. You don't have your number one receiver. You don't have your left tackle. You don't have your starting quarterback. You don't have your backup quarterback. You got a guy you just traded for. And then you lose a receiver in the game and you lose a running back. And you still find a way to win. A mobile quarterback is the most dangerous thing on the field. Because while everyone else is looking at something else, he just takes off. And nobody pays attention. And that was the biggest thing for me is the run game has now gone up. And while those rush yards were not true running rush yards, 150 almost rushing yards shows a lot. Goes all of a sudden to another defense and goes, okay, now we got a lot of problems to look at. Now there's a lot of this field that we have to protect. And that's why it's fun for an O-lineman when you have a quarterback back there because at times you will get beaten. Things go wrong and plays mess up. He takes off, makes everybody right. And all of a sudden everyone's like, hey, who cares? We got a first down. Let's just go again. And we got another first down. Who cares? Let's go again. Like it just turns into this. You're right. If this, if he can continue taking off, now you have to cover more of the field. Now you force a defense to go. Now what are we going to do? Can't blitz him. Can't not blitz him. We have to keep a spy here. But at the same time, they're getting going to get JJ back. They're going to have TJ out here. KJ will eventually be back out here. Powell will be out here. I mean, Alexander Madison showing up in a huge way. Like this is starting to look more fun every minute because there's so many more weapons on the field. And while you have all these amazing weapons, here's a quarterback that could just take off for a first down. It makes it tricky. Mm. How big mm. it, I know. how big is this win too from the fact that it's probably as close as we've seen to the most ideal complimentary football win in a long time? Because Booney, the defense was, I mean, again, Brian yeah. Flores deserves so much credit, but and I, I guess as as the defense came off the field after being gashed on th- the late touchdown, in which they did look exhausted uh, by the Falcons, that after saving the offense's bacon all day, the offensive guys jogged on by the defense and said, "Don't worry, we've got we've got your back on this one." So, like to me, what was so perfect about th- this game is nobody was perfect, but everybody did their job enough to win. And and you know better than anybody that if one side is carrying a team, it gets to be a little bit of a gripe fest, right? A little bit of a bitch right. fest. Hey, what are they doing over on offense? We're <laughs> we're holding them, or what are they doing on defense? We're scoring points. So, like as far as Phil's word, culture or galvanizing this thing, 
this to me seemed seem to be just a dream scenario if you, if you're KLC because you've got that cohesion. It felt like. Yeah, and not only that, but you've taken a lot off the defense. Like you said, you go out, you give up a late touchdown. Normally, you're looking at your offense like, hey, go out and do something. Now, the game is completely changed. And what I loved is the entire time the Falcons had only really seen number eight back there. And then they were planning on this rookie being back there. So I'm sure they were like, oh, this is going to be in the bag. So the minute that you get Josh Dobbs out there and he's running around, they're like, this guy actually knows what's going on. He knows when we're in certain coverages because he's just played. But at the same time, it takes that level off your defense. We talked about this on the other podcast with the Jets when they lost Aaron Rodgers. The defense will eventually give up and give in. And they're going to start pointing fingers and being like, if you don't put up enough points, like say just 14, we're going to start getting pissed because if we're holding teams to 10, 13 points and we're still losing, then it falls on you guys. In the beginning, they say they're not going to do that. They do. We're here for you. Yeah, we're all in we love together. you guys. Yeah, we lo- we're a big family. <laughs> By week three, they're like, hey, we're getting tired of being your family member. And you're yeah. like, listen, there's not a lot we can do. So when you can go out and put up over 21 points, honestly, that is like the number that they're like, you must score over 21 points if you want to realistically win every week. It's got to be 21 to 24 points. You continue to do that. It just takes that level of stress off your defense. You're right. We don't want to give up touchdowns or points, but it does happen. Other teams get paid. They're really good. We have to be able to play competitive and be, match that so that we're not just in this two-minute for the rest of the season. Booney, you had some of this with, obviously, with Kaepernick, where you guys like went into Lambo, what, those both years and shut the place down in the playoffs. You beat, you beat Green Bay with, with Kaepernick, and they had no idea how to stop that. I mean, obviously, Josh Dobbs, not at the peak level that Kaepernick was playing at when you guys were going to conference championship games. But what can the Vikings do more to like confuse defenses? Because obviously, like Greg Roman, your, your OC when you're in San Fran there, like came up with these absurdly good game plans to keep teams off their toes. Like, do you see any similarities that KOC can maybe use with Josh Dobbs to keep so many defenses off their toes? Absolutely. If I'm if I'm KOC, I'm starting to pull up the Ravens film and go, what makes them so devastatingly brutal to be seven and two right now? Because at the same time, when you have to cover, and this is what changes the game, right? When you have a pocket passer, there's only so much of the field you have to cover. We have to cover everything from here from inside the hashes or it's outside the hashes based on the routes. The minute that that quarterback becomes mobile, the entire field becomes his weapon. And if he sees green grass and he thinks he can go, he's gone. And that all of a sudden puts the defense at a disadvantage because now they can't turn their backs as much. Now all of a sudden we have to see the quarterback while we're seeing routes. We have to see so much more of the playing field. This has just completely changed their landscape because now they're like, hey, if we just start to do a little bit of zone, with a little bit of quarterback read off of it, all of a sudden we slow everybody down. We slow Football. the defensive ends down. Hey, play action. Play action. I'm talking about play action. You want to talk mm. some play action. Talk you get dirty. JJ back. I want to see some over routes. I want to see some KJ doing a double over route. You Booney. better go Poco Loco on me dirty. Oh, it's going to be dirty. <laughs> right? And then you just get him to run around. Hey, man, whatever makes you happy. You run this way. You can run over here. Just don't let your offensive lineman tackle you. Just don't do that. Okay? Well, I've seen a lot of that yeah. lately. Yeah, that happened uh, to Patrick Mahomes, actually. Oh, God, ran right into his left tackle. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Can I help I'm you with, there, I was sir? with Tom Brady. He didn't move. <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to break down like a half hour of film here from that game. 
Mm. And we're going to do it in just a second after we shout out our friends. I think we all need a little celebratory surly after that win yesterday, Judd. Tell the audience about our favorite lager. Oh, yes. It is definitely uh, the beers from our friends at Surly Brewing who do such a great job. Look at this walking advertisement right here. And what beers should you be drinking? It is a NASCAR. That's right. What should you be drinking? Well, it's back on, ladies and gentlemen. The winning streak means that you should be drinking before I die because Cousins might be out. Jefferson might be out. Derisaw might be out. But you know what's in? Before I die, lager, because that's the beer that you want to watch the game with. Uh, and it speaks to the mission of this show, of the entire state, really, which is before we die, we want just one Super Bowl championship. So enjoy everything that Surly Brewing has to offer. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Yeah, and a shout-out to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company. It's like having a great offensive line for your business. They've been around since 1904, offering frontline protection. Elevate your business through risk management. That's what they specialize in. They also love working with and are very good at working with next-generation business owners and leaders. So if you're taking over a company from your family, whatever it may be, uh, check them out, federatedinsurance.com, where it's our business to protect yours. Okay, let's go wide screen here boys and uh dex we can probably pop the uh purple daily banner off the top here so boone can see everything oh. and tell no, us what the hell's the happening i told you we have to see the whole field now the professor is in classes in session classes in session right now so, you know why else it's fun it's because now all of a sudden these rush lanes become so important so now it's like we know where they're gonna be we know how not to get beat it makes it a lot easier for the alive because if you don't respect the rush lanes he's gone he's gonna go Except on this first play, I'm going to show you, which results oh, yeah, in no. safety. Hey, listen, <laughs> I told you, not all good, not all, not all things happen. Here we go. Here we go. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get it. It's not Derisaw. I'm not that mad. Who is that? Calais Campbell over there, yes. big six foot yeah, nine. His third career hey, safety. Dude, yeah. How's it going? How you guys doing? <laughs> That's how we used to talk. Like, shut up, Calais. Ah, sure. I bet we'll he just loved way. everything about that. This and they, this just goes back to the whole. You got to put yourself in these five guys' position. They've never been with this dude out here, and all of a sudden they're like, "Man, we're in the fight of our life. We're on the five yard line." They got everybody. CJ Ham's like, "Hey, uh, what are we doing?" What's no? What's hey, going? you know Ham went over there and gave him the old, you know, "Hey, it's gonna be okay. It's yeah. gonna be okay." <laughs> I love Ham. He's the man. Uh, this is uh this is a true like all out look. And you could probably tell that they were getting ready to see a rookie because you see these two guys dropping out of here to kind of cause this confusion because this is just a three-man rush. This is super simple, right? Like, as much as I'm not as upset about this, this should never happen. Why? And and hear me? Jay talked about it the other day on the show. Remember on OLC? Go back. What did he say? I hate when you look over as a tackle and you see three guys fighting a fat dude. And then all of a sudden, the running back jumps in to help him. These dudes on the edge get paid a lot of money. They get paid a lot of money to be out there. Stop it. See all those dudes in the middle? Yeah. Jurass is out there. You know there's what you're four, doing. There's four why fat didn't, dudes. Why didn't you exactly. <laughs> And here's the other problem. You don't have your starting left tackle out here. 6'6 six, right. six should know to get out here now. Come out here, dude. We need help out here. I'm not so worried about 7'5 because I know what he can do. 
But when you're in a backup left tackle and you're playing Calais Campbell, 15 year NFL vet, all pro, and you're in the goal line and you're in a seven man or a seven step drop, you need to get out there and help him. And at the same time, this is going to happen when everyone gets out there for the first time. Like crazy things happen. Nobody's going to panic. And that's what I love about this is that something like this happens. I think the score was what, five to three. They end up going down like 11 to three, you know, just such a football score. But they came back. And that shows a lot of resilience for these guys. What's the confusion? And you have three guys here, here that have never worked. Never, well, they've never worked with each other. No, no, None but, these three but why, why would 66, Reisner in, in this case, when he sees what's developing here, why wouldn't he go help on Campbell, Alex? You know, honestly, I don't know because this is one of those things that when you go into a game, it's kind of always in the back of your mind. I remember when uh, I was in AZ and even when I was here and the backup left tackles were in, it was always in the back of my mind, get to them right away. And even the center would tell me, hey, once you get me on, get out to the left because it's a young player. He's not used to this situation. That's Calais Campbell. He's strong. He's tough. As as old as he is, he still knows what he's doing. And that could be totally avoided. And at the same time, you, you get him blocked and maybe Josh finds someone else. Maybe he just gets out of the pocket and does something. But it's it happens. I'm going to get crazy about it. So it kind of this kind of felt like the uh, the Josh Freeman game brewing for a while from from ten right. years ago. The Vikings brought in Josh Freeman, same kind of a deal. Like middle of the week, it was Monday Night Football in that case, and they threw him out there, and he didn't know what he was doing. So it kind of felt like that early. But then, okay, let's get things rocking and rolling here. Here we go again. It's almost the same exact look. Five guys up, two in the middle. Only one drops. Now there's a twist. See how this whole thing keeps changing, the whole schematic of everything, but it's still kind of done out of the same thing. Ed just told us he's got 5-5, five, five, which makes us probably assume that Dalton's got 5-3. Go ahead and play it. So Ed's, Ed's telling you he's got so – this, is this uh, – well, it's, we're all here. If you go back a little couple ticks, you can see him smack his helmet and point at him, which always tells the running back, this guy's mine. You're telling him in, like, so many words, I'm here. Yep. You're right there. You tapped okay. it. Points. So this is a 5-0, very common look nowadays. They try to get all five guys on an island. It basically forces you to be the best pass rusher or pass protector you can be without any help from anybody. So instead of us just sliding it one way or another and putting the back on one of these guys, there's a common thought that if you get the running back out, it allows you to get one more receiver out there. At the old, Some of the old, old schools used to be like, ah, I'll let the running back block, but now it's just one more piece of leverage for your offense. So they like mm-hmm. to have the big boys do it all the work. But right here, you can see they drop out one of the linebackers and they try to set this twist up over here on the right. So 53 is going to drop. He's going to hold Dalton for a second. And he's probably yeah. manned on the back. You can see he's looking right at him. So he's waiting. And then out of there, see that twist right there? Yep. That's exactly what they were expecting to hit home. But the great thing is, instead of going left here, Dalton goes to the right and ends up creating this huge passing lane. And there's a time to be said about, like, as he's setting and he's watching 53, he has to check to make sure that he's really dropping because sometimes this could be a three-man twist in there. So, mm-hmm. But you can tell because the level of urgency from the linebacker. But see how when he looks out, he doesn't see anything to hit. And then he looks to the right and sees this guy coming across, which is a great job of getting in there, which allows Josh Jobs to step up and throw this corner out. It's perfectly placed. It's a great job by Reisner on this play. Yeah, so, so Booney, how does Reisner, like in, in the split second that we see this decision made, 
Is this game plan instinctual, like as far as knowing where to go once you know that your man is going to drop back into coverage? Well, yeah. Number one, you see how the linebackers go into his left, our right. Mm-hmm. Normally, those guys will take you to pressure or problems. So instantly, the minute he sets, he does the right thing by looking to the left. He has already looked to the left. So as soon as he sets, because he's saying – if. In this situation, I become free. Who do I help first? My left tackle, which is the right thought. He's new. He's young. So he looks out left here. Right there. Looks out left here. See that? And he doesn't see anything to hit. In the same situation, I would be like, I'm more of a detriment out there than help. I'm going to go to the right because, look, see, as soon as he goes to the right, he sees this looper, sees Bradbury still engaged, so says, I'll just get into the fight over here, which is great. Hits this corner out. Booney, is it is it also fair to say so this is you you identify this as a 5-0 which means all five offensive linemen are essentially head up on somebody on a pass yes. rusher defense right yep. so is it fair to say that when 53 bails you're probably expecting someone to fill his gap on this play right so you're you're kind of expecting a twist or some someone from over here to come back around and Reisner instead of waiting for it to happen he he takes the aggressor role here. Instead of waiting for someone to fill that gap, he just goes and finds work and right here, boom, right? That's exactly what you're supposed to do because you don't want to ever insert yourself if you're not needed because had he slid to the left and gone and helped that tackle, which he really wouldn't have done anything, then you have that looper coming across. Does Bradbury get him? I'm not sure, but at the same time, maybe he affects the ball. So you always want to go find where you're most needed. If you're not needed to the left, go pile it into the right because you're creating huge passing lanes oh we got third and ten here boys we're uh we're winding down the first half vikings down 11 to 3 they need some points see what happens here here we go whoa boom oh my god that's acres right Takers, dude. Oh, laid the guy out. Laying the, laying the wood. Knocked somebody's teeth Look at the escapability, dude. though, there, though. Watch this. Watch. Boom! Bam! Boom! <laughs> but, oh, my but God. But hold on a second. Go back, though. Go back and let's see the start. Watch the escapability of your QB. This is why he intrigues me, or at least the style. Skill set intrigues me. Dude. I mean, this is dead to rights, right? Oh, this he's is... dead. Yeah. Now, it's also a play where a really savvy pocket passer like a Cousins probably throws hot before, like, he sees it. Where's the hot route? Go back. Let's see it. Let's let's go go to the top here. God, I love this segment. Oh, you got some green grass up there, Bubba. Someone throwing a slant? Let me see. What are we doing? What are we doing? I mean, the hot is is right here. He's looking in right here, right? That's the hot, right? So you got to hit that. (laughs) You don't have to. But he doesn't it's know. the difference. It's the difference between a mobile quarterback and a pocket passer. Right. A pocket passer is going to throw that right now. Why? Because he's wide open and he's going to let the receiver make the play. But Josh, but this is Dobbs, more fun but, this way. This is. But let's fun. be honest. He just got there two days ago. He's probably like, dude, which one's running the slant again? Oh boy, I forgot. And then just takes off running, which is not a bad thing because plays like this put on film make defenses go, oh boy, what are we going to do? How mm-hmm. are we going to go? Can't rush seven at him because he's just going to slip right out. Apparently, nobody knows how to tackle anymore. Look at that guy. He definitely – who is his name? Go back. Go back. Who is that? Naga. 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 Naga.
this is it, baby. We're bringing everybody, right? Like, about to see what you're going to do, which you, we saw. He could have just thrown the slant and let's, let this run receiver make a play. Right. But he probably got a little panicked right here, saw the heat, and was like, I'm just going to get out of trouble. Does a great job of getting out of trouble. But like I said before, the thing that really makes this play besides his elusiveness and ability to get out is 31 mm-hmm. coming out here and de-cleating this lineman. Contavious Street, <laughs> who he hits there, My right? That's, God, dude, that dude's teeth are they're still on the ground on that field. The, number <laughs> 75, doesn't... I think, right? For the for the Falcons, that's yeah. Contavious Street. Just get traded there? He's 6'2", yeah. 287. Cam Akers is 5'10 and a little over 200 pounds, and this dude just absolutely wails into him. Bigger they are, the harder they fall, baby. God, dude. Give it if up he doesn't throw that block, it's not a first down, too. That is hey, not a first it, down. That's why I'm saying that's what makes this. And look, Cam's even pointing out, yeah. like, you know it. You know I got you. Hey, <laughs> Let's go back there. Hey, remember how we talked on OLC about the fine system in our room? I, I don't even want to tell you what kind of a fine that is. Oh, what that would be. God. Conduct detrimental. Oh, my God. It would be that so would many things. And you'd have to take the line to dinner. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. glorious. All right, we'll give you – I've got a, a, one more on this, and then we'll go to the second half here. So this is this is the next play here that's – Hit me. A touchdown to get the Vikings within one at the half. I don't even know if this if he's, like, he's like turning maybe the wrong way. Who knows? A little roll right. Oh, dude, by the way, nobody covers Alexander Madison. I love it. Just completely forgot about him. This is a great play. Um, when I got to Seattle – I was told that this is Russell, Russell Wilson's favorite play. It's called Roll Right. And I love the action of it because this is such a conundrum. And I tried to get my sixth grade team to run it, but they didn't understand it. And it's the whole turning out like it's a zone this way, but the running back runs that way. And it's a conundrum on every – see how all the linebackers have already bit? These guys see how are all, all running in. Yeah. See how 53, 55, 17's looking directly at two, and he sees him running at him, and he's still running in. It's just what you're conditioned to know. The offensive line is running out in a massive run this way. At the same time, by the time anyone figures out what's going on, Alexander Madison's already out leveraged everyone. Number one, what's he doing? Is really the dumbass here. He should have had. <laughs> Look at him in the stands. No. Well, what is he doing? Not even kidding you. Look at him. Like he doesn't know what's going on. He should there. take Alexander Madison because look, who has number nine? Three. Three's like, dude, I got you. I'm right here. But see how one turns back. And then Dobbs is like, oh, this is just too easy. This is simple pitch or catch. <laughs> Plays like this are super fun, and they're super easy, and they're easy on the old line. Makes everything, and then it's just another element that the defense has to take into consideration for later. You keep stacking plays like this, and eventually the defense has to watch so much that they're like, okay, well, we'll just play vanilla. Because if we ever get caught out of bounds, we're going to be in trouble. So right? it- They're going to hit a big... 20 plus yard play on us. So is that a play um, that O'Connell installed for Hall and possibly Dobbs? Is, is that a Kirk? Cause that, that does not seem, it seems like it might be a, a play for Kirk, but it seems like it far, far more be a play for a mobile QB. So do you think that he put that in last week to use it or cause it's a great play call. Like, no, it's, it's a great play. It's, it's a fantastic play. play on play the, call. Doesn't strike me like a Kirk call. Line. 
No, I mean, it could have been a Kirk call, but I mean, this is one that you would definitely have with one of the more mobile quarterbacks Mm -hmm. because of the action and the fact that you're running everybody over to that sideline. So you're like, hey, listen, if anything, you're going to extend this play as long as you can. There's always an option. Continue fighting. Keep it going as long as you can. It's a a phenomenal play. Do I think we see more plays like that? Yes. I think we see a ton more of Josh Dobbs on the move. A lot more play actions, a lot more rollouts, a lot more nakeds, boots, all these things. Because the longer that you let the receivers run around, the more of a chance Football. you have to find them open. Oh. Okay, second half here. Vikings still on the comeback, right? We're now we're in the uh, in the red zone, trying to make something happen. Let's roll it. Oh, you're in the deep red, buddy. Mm. Get in there. Just sidestep over here. And no one wants to tackle me. Dude, I feel bad for these guys because at some point they're like, should we hit him? No, don't hit him. Hit him. Don't hit him. <laughs> it just, just runs right between two guys. Whoop. Here it is again, right? Feel a little bit of trouble. Now to go back real quick because I'm sure somebody on a broadcast somewhere was like, oh, he's under massive duress, which let's just reiterate. Here we he go. Now you're not- going to defend the offensive line yep, here. here it I'm, I'm going to have to. Right, I feel like go. if you don't on these, someone's like, well, because the O-line yeah. sucks. They still suck. Yeah, God, we they suck for Kurt. Oh. They suck now. This is a great job. I'm seeing only white jerseys. Dalton's a little turned, but that's okay. We get in front. Look at that. All no, pure white. Look at this. Look at that. Yeah. This is great Look right here. Look at that. Look at that. Is that's that a great job. Over there? Dude, he, he better make the Pro Bowl this year. I swear to God. Coming off the Achilles. Look at him out there against yeah, that big. Hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> Get your hands <laughs> off me. C is for cookie. Dude, I used to, we used to play him when he was with Darnell Dockett, and the two of them together were just like the loony bin. It was hilarious. Look at those simple feet. pitch and fake linebackers. Like I'm not biting on that, but I nah. certainly can't tackle better than my teammates. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Naga. Oh man, you know the D coordinator to be going crazy. This, this dude only- just got here. He You're- just showed up. You were texting too last night. Like this, this film session for this defensive line is going to be such a train wreck. Watching this back, so much trouble. Everybody's Sorry. getting yelled at. Here we How go does again. a guy on forty-eight hours notice beat us? <laughs> oh, by doing that, by Look doing at that catch. shit like that. I mean, just the effort of everybody. Jordan Addison, probably the highest he could jump, and takes a shot at the end. Just another great effort. pocket here, boys. That's a great once again pocket. we're in a great pocket. We're going to talk about it. Look at that. Look at that high point. Take that hit. Oh, and look, at all, look at, look at, oh, look yeah, at all these guys. No incomplete. No, incomplete. No. Dude, no you have to. If you, if you get caught not doing that, yeah. you're almost like a traitor to the team. <laughs> like, boom, what'd you think? It was a catch? Were you the There's only one, one on the one side guy, that thought it was a catch? Guy's very, one guy's very reasonably like, yeah, that's going to look like a catch to me. <laughs> Shut but up, if you Bob. did see one guy like, yeah, no, it was a catch. It was a catch. How does he get his feet down, though? This is the most incredible <laughs> thing of the whole play. They're superhuman. Those receivers, they're superhuman. They just know to get toe-tap it, baby. Toe-tap it. You ever see it? High point. Just dead legs. Dead legs right now. Dead legs. Oh, my God. No! Just going to get crushed. Dead legs. He might be a WR1, man. He might be a WR1. I'm telling you. Then you get JJ back. That's what I'm saying. That's what people don't understand is once this guy doesn't need KOC in his ear every five seconds and you do put JJ back out there, imagine how many more people are going to have eyes on him. And then plays like this are going to just be so routine. It really becomes a laugh session for against the defense. Like, dude, how many are you rushing? 
you're just going to waste all seven guys back here because he's going to take off up the middle. It's exactly this what is, he's going to do. And this is final minute, man. This is, you know, the game's on the line. You need a first down right now. Oh, yeah. He's dropping back. This is a sack. How is it? That's that How right there. If you sack? paused it, that's a sack yeah. right there. I'd be like, yeah, that's a sack for sure. You know, get sacked right? Eight. Go back. A lot of guys do. Yeah. Go back. A lot of guys. Pulls, I don't know this left tackle. He pulls the trigger on a lot of these passes before. Go back real quick. I don't know oh. this quarter. I don't know this left tackle. Oh, Quisenberry. Who is it? Quisenberry? He's with the Texans and I think yeah. the Bills. Actually had a pretty good game. Yeah, I remember Quisenberry. Problem is here. <laughs> see how he doesn't punch and he just opens up right there? Yeah. Right this there. whole thing could be avoided. Not to say that it's right or wrong, but he's got to punch. It. And that's what this offensive line, like put Darisaw in that spot right there. I don't think he's going to have to run as much as he wants to. Now, I think it's going to be the whole thing in the back of everybody's mind that he could take off and run at any moment. That's going to mm-hmm. freak everybody out. But honestly, this is a great pocket other than Quisenberry. Like, Quiz, throw your hands, dude. Come on. Don't don't let this – don't put this dude under this much duress right away. But it's a great play. And it's – look, everyone's running with the receivers, and they're like, oh, man, here we go again. Oh, nope, you can't catch me. Nope, oh, here we go. It's so fun, guys. It's mm. going to become a different game. Nikhil mm. Harry tried to throw a block for him, and he basically tried to take Harry out of the play himself. Dobbs right? did, yeah. And then this is for the this is for the win right here. So Powell here on the go. left side, Vikings get the touchdown. I wish you had the wide route because this is just the perfect route against this. Mm-hmm. He it looks like he's going in to run like this post slash. Do you see how you can't really see it, but see how yeah. 21 starts to bite in? It's because Powell put his foot down and like broke in real fast. And they had seen this route before in the day. Like you can see his foot right there. Like he's breaking in. 21's like, no, nah, I got it. But then as soon as he breaks back out, it's just such a great job of Dobbs hitting him with a strike. Like it almost, this is almost like a bullet. Takes him out. Poof. Look at that. <laughs> the hell of a throw, too, though. Like I mean, that, Dude, that play, that's a very nice play. I, I don't know. And this is this is probably going to be shots across the bow. Good. What the hell's going on in Arizona? But y'all got some serious problems because this dude came in on two days' notice and just won a game on the road. I don't know what else to say. He can play. He can fire play. Jonathan Gannon. I don't know. I was just, oh, Kyler yeah. Murray. Well, Ara- Arizona's got bigger. I mean, it wasn't Arizona also when they did that NFL players poll. They were like dead last in all the facilities yeah. and like just they culture. They charged Boone everything. for a Gatorade. It, we found it was out. a little different out there. I'm just going to say that, okay? <laughs> like, yeah, sure unless your was. name was Larry Fitzgerald, they were like, who are you? Do you work here? <laughs> $5 for that tall boy Gatorade. You need to rescan your, uh, your key card. Uh, I want to show you one more play here. This is from we. I did cut some Jaron Hall stuff here too. But I, I'd like to show you one play in which I believe we have. Is this a three tight end situation here? I think we've got thir- <laughs> little thirteen, right? Thirteen look, personnel. Dude, here. Look at that wing. Look at that chicken wing hanging off the oh, end, dude. That is <laughs> wing. That is nineteen eighty five Nebraska's finest right there. Look <laughs> at that. <laughs> Woo, dog. You said Tommy to Osborne would have loved it. Oh my God! He's like, wait a minute! No, no, you is go. Is that Nikhil Harry too? Who's this? Is this where? Right there. Yeah. Let me just real quick before I run this. I'm just kind of curious. Oh, we can't see out there. Uh, but uh, this is an interesting play. Early on here, this is the like one of the first plays on the second drive before Jerry yeah. Hall got hurt. Entire yeah, defense oh, thinks this is throw. a run play. Dude, this is great. Number one, I love this play. I love this whole. 
Pause. Wait, go back real quick. Pause. All right. How many guys you see in the picture? Falcons? Uh, one, two, three, nine. four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You got nine guys right here. You're like, hey, listen. It's a nine-man box. Football. Right there. That's as dirty as it gets, boys. It ain't getting any dirtier. You get a 10-man box, you got you got some freaks in the backfield. But this is what the whole game plan is. Pause. They think we're just going to run the ball, so they're going to load this box up. They're stupid. Because we're going <laughs> to pretend to run the ball. And we're going to let this real quick dude, BYU, just slip out the back real fast. And 17's like, dude, either way, I got this. But you forgot. Quick dude, quick release. Ball gone. And you got everybody on one side of the field. And Johnny Munt, yeah, I said it, Johnny Munt running up the sideline. Dude, plays like this are phenomenal. And that is Nikhil Harry. Look at them. Nikhil Harry. They, so they put, Blocking. how about this for deception? The it's Vikings run 13 personnel, meaning one running back, three tight ends. And then the only receiver on the field is their six foot four. It's really 14 run blocking baby. wide receiver. Much. Yep. Why would you throw out of that formation? Of course, you're going to put a nine man <laughs> box in there, right? They're telegraphing right? it. This Dude, is KOC this is, showing off right here early in this game. This is game. the chess while everyone else is playing checkers. Mm. And you're like, no, no, no. We're smarter than that. This was a, I love the game plan going into the game. Like, I would look like this was how it was going to be. We're going to keep him on the move. We'll keep him comfortable. That way he's not standing back there and just getting destroyed the whole game. Harry got a block there too. That was a nice little block by Harry. Did he get a block or did he yeah. get blocked? No, Let's watch see. him. Watch him right here. All right. Let me see. At I don't normally his... watch receivers blocking, so <laughs> I'll be surprised. He clears about 10 yards of space here just shoving this guy at the top of his route. Let's see. I stand for Nikhil Harry. So I don't stand for any receivers. There, see, so watch this, right? Boom, shove him five yards back. Now he's out past the 50. Open space. Hit him again. He got blocked there a little bit, but. <laughs> so, I mean, a little OPI at the mm. top of the route. Got knocked but, yeah. over. You know. Typical receivers. <sighs> Boys. Football. Oh, there's more where that came from, too. It's going to be so much more where that came from. Imagine we start pulling up some stuff that starts looking like. And the fun thing is you get to, like, pull from everybody. Because it is a copycat league. We heard that all the time. If somebody does something well, somebody else is going to try it later. You start pulling up Miami film. You start pulling up San Fran film. You start pulling up Ravens film. You start just intermingling all these offenses together while having a lot of your own in there, and it just becomes super naughty. Dude, I'm telling you. KOC ain't coming home. Tell the wife and kids he'll be home in February at some point. Hey, if, if, uh, if you guys want to do a study sesh, KOC, you call me because I am in to get dirty up there and be like, dude, there's some Y hides, there's some submarines we could talk about. There's some submarines, Y hides. Let's go. When's the test? Oh. When's the test, Booney? Oh my god. Uh, hey, Dex, fire someone's ass before we say goodbye on this episode. Whose ass is getting canned this week? Uh, easy. Don't have to look too far. Because as much as Josh Dobbs played great. The Falcons coaching staff can just get absolutely blown out here. This is this is no problem. The Falcons are fired. Arthur Smith. Everyone in that room, you are canned. The, the Falcons have actually had some really good draft picks here, and they have just whiffed. Bijan was a third overall pick. What, Drake London was a high pick. Kyle Pitts was a high pick. They've had a lot of high picks here with a lot of talent, and they cannot figure out, obviously, the quarterback, which is an important piece. But the Falcons, this is a no-brainer, easy decision. Didn't even have to look around the league after watching what took place with the Vikings and Falcons on Sunday. Very simple. Arthur Smith, come on down. You're fired, man. Wow. You're on the list, and you're fired. 
You made every yeah. list and you're gone at the same time. Get rid of that yeah. mustache. That, that's that's one guy that showed up today with his key card. Like, what the heck? Yeah. Oh, that's a problem with that creepy I'm, lip hair he's got. Dude. I'm Arthur. I'm the other Arthur. What do you mean? My, my thing always works. You're not gonna, not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. <laughs> Get him uh, out, man. Uh, so I can uh, not to judge or anything, but I think Art could maybe uh, stand to lose a couple pounds. Dud, how, where would you recommend he turns to? Well, I, uh, once baggy he's clothing. He, here's the nice thing: if Declan's right and he gets fired, guess what? He gets a lump settlement. He gets a lot, and he can be just like Sports Dad, who took off forty pounds. Arthur Smith can lose as much as, as he wants, and if he goes, but yeah, but Chad, I'm a little bit down in the dumps fi- f- uh, financially, which obviously he's not. I can tell him, Arthur, it's three months for free. That's right, three All months right. for free. Livia Weight Control Centers, they are going to help you lose weight just like they helped me, just like they have helped so many people in the Purple Daily audience. Three months free, 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com. And, Artie, if you're not going to move Artie. here, that's fine, too, because the whole thing can be done virtually. Entire thing done virtually. All you got to do is go to Livia.com to find out more. Oh, yeah. There he is. He is Alex Boone. He is the rhino. You can find him, Jeremiah Searles, breaking down film and talking nonsense on the O-Line Committee podcast and YouTube channel. Um, great and, stuff, uh, dude. You can also find me at the Eden Prairie Ice Rink almost every night <laughs> for four hours. I thought you were done coaching. All weekend. Dude, 16 well, done coaching hours football. I spent at the ice rink. Oh, I thought you said 16 that, hours over the weekend. I thought you said that, that you uh, quit coaching hockey. Yeah, I just got four of them in in it now so there's there we're just practice every night all night he's not then, coaching judd he just has yeah, kids no. that can't be left alone with strangers it's called parenting why don't you just you drop by yeah, come on God. you gotta teach him just something like, why are you at, why I are you would, at the ice rink with here's your the children problem. you got here's a football to grind would, i know i agree it would take care of a lot if i could just send my oldest off but his skates are so big that he can't tie them and everyone's bitched <laughs> to me about tying them hold on they're, so like they're like dude i just I hate tying Johnny's skates. So I physically have to be up there for his practice to tie his skates. And I'm like, this is just so much. And my wife's like, well, you're already up there. You might as well take all the rest of them. This is ruining okay. my image of you. <laughs> <laughs> go, Johnny. Get Johnny some skates that fit and go home and watch film. That's the problem. This foot is Wait, literally no, like a Alex 14. being a great father but, is yeah. ruining your image Parenting of you. Parenting advice. Yes. He's an old lineman. He's tough. He wants to toughen his kids up. Yes, you, know, you can't be, be tough later. and a good parent nope. at the same time. Uh, I don't know. That sounds like a Western suburban dad to me. I got to go tie the kids' oh, skates. Soft. He's getting soft. <laughs> That's yeah. He's getting soft. That's a Western suburban. You know what? You know what? You're right, Judge. In Johnny, St. Paul, you're on your own tonight. Dex can tell you he got sent to the rink by himself. I didn't. Tell Johnny he's yeah. soft. S A W F T. Soul. Johnny, it's not oh. your fault. Tie your own skates. It's not your fault. It's not All right. Your that's fault. a wrap on trenches with Boone here. Football. Purple daily. See you guys tomorrow.